What exactly is going on at the Gatwick Airport? Are they being plagued by drones, or is there something else keeping the planes grounded? And then we take a look at the absolutely bizarre video that Kevin Spacey made and the conspiracy theories already swirling around it today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you're having a great day too. This is actually Christmas Day for me. I'm recording this on Christmas Day. No snow! <laughs> no white Christmas for all those other people, which means a good Christmas for me. So the first thing I want to talk about, though, is, again, something that just fell in my lap. I just saw the trailer for Jordan Peele's new movie, Us. Now, Jordan Peele started off on Mad TV, which I love Mad TV. He did Key and Peele. I wasn't a huge fan of that show. I didn't watch a lot of it, though, to be fair. Then he did Get Out. Get Out, I think, was a very solid thriller. It wasn't a horror movie, but it was a solid thriller. It was kind of a, spoiler alert, Stepford Wives, but with black people instead of women. And when I was watching it and when I saw the trailer for Get Out, I was like, this guy has a visual eye. This guy really has a, a really cool, unique visual eye. The movie ended up becoming a big hit, won a couple Academy Awards. I think the biggest flaw of that movie was the TSA agent character. Didn't really work. Didn't really work for me. But I did think that Get Out was a solid thriller. Don't think it was as great as everyone thought it was, but it was definitely, for a first-time director, it was it was very, very, very good. Enjoyed it. I recommended it. I just tell people it's not the greatest horror movie you're going to see. So when I found out just today, I saw that he had released a trailer on Christmas Day for a new movie called Us. And the first thing that popped in my head was, uh, this is going to be Oscar bait. Because once you get a taste of that sweet, sweet Oscar love, could you go back to making, in, in a sense, a schlocky horror film? And I started watching the trailer, and he went balls-to-the-wall schlocky horror film. Whatever, I am so impressed by Jordan Peele right now. Absolutely floored. Because I think any other director... After making a low-budget horror movie and getting all of that Oscar love, would try go, start make, going the crash route, trying to go for these Oscar bait films. No, no, he the movie looks so bizarre, and you're I'm watching the trailer and I keep waiting for some modeling scene. Like I I don't know what the movie's about. I I put the trailer in and it's showing all this stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna it's gonna get it's gonna get like Oscar baity. And it's not. Totally blew me away. And you're watching it and you're like, oh, I recognize that. It's probably like the Strangers or something. They're probably surrounded by some rich people who don't want them in their neighborhood. And that's why, because the cat, who are trying to get them out of their house. And it's going to be kind of like this us versus them thing. And it's going to be the Strangers, but with a racial tone to it. Absolutely not. The movie is so bizarre looking. And again, it's his visual eye for horror. I think we may be seeing the birth, and I may be speaking too soon, but I think we may be seeing the birth of a new Wes Craven, of a new Toby Hooper. Jordan Peele knows how to do horror. This is absolutely... I did love the trailer for Get Out. I saw the movie, and it met my expectations of that movie. This movie, again, you watch the trailer. The visuals are great. It looks super weird, and I can't figure it out. I've seen so many trailers, like I saw the trailer for Shutter Island and was like, oh, he's an inmate, 
person next to me was like, what? So yeah, he's the inmate. I saw the trailer for The Sixth Sense. No, no, no. I saw the trailer for The Village, and I was like, oh, that takes place in modern times. And my little brother's like, Whoa. how'd you get that just from the trailer? He didn't believe me. He's like, you're wrong. And he told all his friends, yeah, my brother, he thinks he knows everything. He says The Village takes place in modern times. And then when they saw it, his friends were mad at him for spoiling it. He's like, I thought I didn't know. I didn't know that was the ending. But I watched this trailer, I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. Even when I watched the trailer for Get Out, I think I kind of got an idea for what the twist would be, but not really. But this movie, definitely, I was like, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? Check it out. The trailer's called Us. It looks great. So congratulations, Jordan Peele. I think you might be probably one of the best horror movie directors working right now if you're able to pull this movie off. And the only reason I laugh about that is because he came from Mad TV and Key and Peele. And he's a comedy guy. But he probably had a passion for horror all along. So good on you, Jordan. So our next story is a request from Nooch on YouTube. So let's get on board the Carpenter Copter and go for a ride. We're going to Britain. Merry old England. The big blue island or something. The Emerald Isle. Is that what it's called? I think that's Ireland. We're going to England. We're going to the place of kings and queen. Oh, I just came up with that one. And knights of the round table. And Stonehenge, I think, is over there. It might be in Wales. And what else comes from England? Bunch of dragons, I guess. That's all. So anyways, we're in Britain now. And the Carpenter Copter. So we're coming in. And of course, we're going to an airport. So we're going in style Carpenter Copter. Those are the rotors slowing down. Got to check engine light. No, no, no. Okay, we're not going to go through the whole like end of the flight procedure. I'm like, I'm sitting reading a manual as you're like, are you going to tell the story? Yes, I'm going to tell the story, dude. I just got to make sure I shut all the instrumentation off. Okay, so anyways, we get off the helicopter. We're at Gatwick Airport. And we get there and immediately surrounded by police. And no, it's not because of any outstanding warrants I may or may not have. It's because we violated international airspace, but also because currently, well, at this time when we landed, no flights were allowed to take off. We're like, oh, well, we're just landing. Here, look at, let me go through my instruments. They're like, no, 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 get away from the gears. Get, just get out of the helicopter, sir. So we get out and we find out that from December 19th to December 21st, over 1,000 flights had been canceled or delayed. Actually, I should rephrase that so it sounds more dramatic. Between December 19th and December 21st, over 1,000 flights had been delayed or canceled outright. And the reason why was because people were seeing drones fly overhead. People would be like, oh my God, there's a drone right over these planes trying to take off. A drone hitting a plane in flight would be devastating. I don't know why, because they're so tiny, but I guess if it like flew into the engine or like had suction cups and landed on the windshield and the pilot's like, oh, I can't see. It's like spraying oil. I mean, come on, dude. A drone hits a wing of an airplane, it's getting demolished. Do drones, can drones really weigh more than like the fattest geese or goose? You know? But anyways, apparently if a plane hits a drone, it's bad news. So I'm not going to test that, but... I'm sure there's some YouTube videos showing that. But anyway, so planes shouldn't hit drones is the moral of that story that Jason doesn't believe. But 
But the airport was like, we can't take off. There's drones flying overhead. 67 sightings of these drones. People would be sitting there. They'd be eating their crumpets and drinking their tea. They'd look out the windows in the airport and... That's not an airplane noise. That's a drone flying by. They're like, ah. Pilots said that, oh man, I saw a drone fly by. I was sitting here in the break room and... They're like, are you sure that wasn't the noise an airplane made? He's like, I'm positive that was the noise of a drone. 67 sightings of these drones. The airport's like, we can't let these planes take off. Now, the police begin investigating it. They end up arresting a local couple. They're like, oi, oi, oi. Breaking down the door. The couple is like building a drone in the back. No, the couple was actually completely innocent. And so the cops arrested them, released them the next day. And by that point, a bunch of newspapers had published their names and photographs. And in Britain, unless someone is charged with the crime, this is a new law, you can't do that. So this couple is going to sue all these newspapers and websites in Britain and make a ton of money out of this. They said, we had nothing to do with this. Then, the next day, an officer giving an interview, a police officer giving an interview, says, there may not have been any drones in the first place. So at this point, everyone's flipping out. This was a busy airport. The weekend before Christmas. 140,000 people impacted by these diversions, delays, and cancellations. And now you have a police officer saying there may not have been any drones. This is the weird thing. So after he said that, he got rebuked by the, the police organization, the cops, the bobbies. And they said that's a miscommunication. There were drones. But... 140,000 people were impacted by this. The people who showed up at the airport, they're basically trapped there for a long period of time because they were waiting for the next flight. You had the whole crew. You had the airport. You had all their security cameras. You had everyone with a cell phone camera. Not a single video or a photo of a drone was taken from this airport. There have been some photos that have popped up online and people are like, look it, it's a drone. But these photos are undated. The police have no proof. As of right now that they're revealing that there are any drones and all the security camera footage, there's no video footage of any drones whatsoever as of now. And there's no photographs that have been released. So where, are, where is all this video and photographic evidence that these drones even existed? Everyone is in, has their back to the wall. The police, if there were drones, they have to catch the people doing it. The airport, if there were no drones, there's going to be mass firings. If it turns out that this was just some case of mass hysteria, that one person in a crowd thought they saw a drone, and that story spread to eventually became, yes, I saw a drone, I saw three of them, or whatever, that's going to be a huge problem. Now, the story started on December 19th. It was about two days ago when the couple was arrested and released. It was a, a roughly one day ago when the police officer said, we don't know if there's any drones in the first place. The conspiracy theories have already started rolling. Let me go back to the drone thing real quick, too. The police, the only piece of evidence they found so far is a broken drone on the outside of the airport. And even they're like, we don't know how long this has been here. Could have been here for a while. Could have been here during this flap. We don't know. But anyways, the conspiracy theories have already started rolling in. One, the conspiracy is, is that Britain is testing the public. The government of Britain purposely set out the story that there are drones flying around because they wanted to ground those flights. Why, you ask? Because they wanted people, they want to see how people will react when Brexit finally takes effect and people are trapped in Britain. Now, never mind the fact that that's not what Brexit is. Brexit doesn't turn 
Britain into George Orwell's Oceana. It's not a prison island at that point, and you can't leave because people from Britain aren't allowed in Europe anymore. It's not what that is. But that's one of the conspiracy theories, as ill-thought-out as it is. The other one, of course, is aliens. There was some sort of alien craft or alien interference above that airport, and the government was like, just shut it down. It's not worth having a plane crashing into this invisible UFO that nobody can see. Just say there's a bunch of drones flying around. Of course, I love the UFO angle, but there's less evidence for that than there are of drones. I think at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, the police will try, they'll find one sliver of, inf- of evidence that there was a drone in the area, and they'll either say, and the suspect got away, or they'll pin it on somebody. I think that's what the airport wants. I think that's what the police wants. But I think the most likely suggestion is it is a case of mass hysteria. People see a drone or think they see a drone and that story spreads to eventually anything that is slightly out of the ordinary. A bird that kind of has like a limp wing or, you know, a cloud that kind of looks like a a drone. It's all shaped with rotors. Anything out of the ordinary. People are like, oh my God, that's a drone because that's what your mind is thinking of. I think it's mass hysteria. I bet you they'll never catch anyone involved in this. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. But again, how? why are they going for that angle when there is no evidence whatsoever? They might as well said there was just a bunch of ghosts on the runway. There's as much evidence for that. And you could be like, well, you didn't find a broken drone. Be like, yeah, but there's like probably a guy died here, right? Like a thousand years ago. Maybe like King Richard got stabbed. And be like, yeah, probably. So... Ghosts or drones or ghosts of drones, but most likely mass hysteria. That's what's going on at Gatwick. That's my opinion. But I could be wrong. Probably not, though. We'll find out. Okay, so our next story is probably... I I almost don't even know what category it falls into. It's both conspiracy and true crime. And it might be the true crime angle. It might be one of the dumbest pieces in my... I can't believe that he did this. So let's get for a little, I mean, for a little bit of setup, Kevin Spacey, the actor who was accused of molesting dozens of boys and young men, he was just yesterday, he was charged with assault of this 18 year old kid that he got drunk. And basically the kid was saying, I couldn't consent. Now that wasn't the only accusation that was made against him but that's the one he's being charged in right now what's weird so this is the sequence of events that happened yesterday he gets charged with the sexual assault case and then within an hour probably more like within 30 minutes of the charges officially being announced kevin spacey releases a video on youtube which they just must be thrilled about so and the video is called let me be frank which is really he played the character Frank Underwood on House of Cards, which was like he was a like a lowly house leader in the U.S. House of Representatives. And he basically schemes and murders his way up to be president of the United States. He ended up getting kicked off the show and killed off screen after he was accused of all these horrible crimes. And he's been gone ever since. Not just the character, but Kevin Spacey kind of had a media blackout. So he gets charged in, I believe it was New York, for this rape, for this sexual assault. And within a half hour, he releases this video. Now, I have my own theory about that. The video is not really heavily edited. It looks like it could have been done all in one take. But it has good lighting, and you can hear sound effects. And he has makeup on, and all that stuff. 
So it wasn't like he found out he was getting charged and he's like, hey, Bruno, grab the camera. We're going to make this video. I bet you anything he made the video and had planned to release it. And the police found out that he was going to release this video and they charged him. They were going to charge him anyways, but they timed the charge to come out right before the video. They may not have known the exact time it was going to be released, but I bet you someone in Spacey's organization or somehow they found out and they said, we'll charge him on Christmas Eve. Because on Christmas Eve, he's going to release this video. We don't want to do it after he releases the video because then it will just look weird. Well, the whole thing is bizarre. But the time, I bet you anything, the police knew that video was coming out. They charged him. Because if Kevin Spacey got charged and then decided to release the video, he's absolutely insane. So this is the video. The video is him standing. And again, it's not just, I'm not just going to talk about, there's already, the video's been out for less than 24 hours. There's already a ton of conspiracy theories involving this video. But I'm going to read you the transcript. My little brother, when he sent this to me, he goes, it almost sounds like he's talking to his victims. And when I watched it, that was the exact same feeling I got. Video starts off with Kevin Spacey washing his hands. That's important with the conspiracy theory stuff. And he does this really weird accent, which I guess he has on House of Cards. But anyways, he looks right at the camera. He looks right at you. He goes, I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. Gross, dude. Gross. I don't know what his intended audience is for this. I think you can I think I can kind of figure it out, but it does sound like he's talking to a young man in a dark room. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think you trusted me even though you knew you shouldn't. That's so gross. Why Yes, yes. Nobody should have trusted you, Kevin Spacey. This It's absolutely bizarre he released this. And made you think and you trusted me even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done no matter what anyone says. There's part of me that thinks this video could actually be considered witness tampering. I It does seem like he's talking to his victims. We're not done no matter what anyone says it really feels like witness tampering to me and besides i know what you want okay so and then it has this little thing where he's talking about waiting i don't want to read the whole thing because just for time but he says you know i know you guys have been waiting with bated breath for me to come back we're gonna skip ahead but you would this part this part really set me off The whole thing sets me off. But But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgment without facts, would you? Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. How? This video right now, the like to dislike ratio is actually about 70% like to 30% dislike. I think a lot of that is people are liking the gutsiness of it. But this idea that I would be on his side if I'm smarter, he hasn't been convicted of anything. thats I'll give him that. Like, he hasn't been convicted of anything in a court of law. But this idea that I would believe you if I was smarter is so condescending. Absolutely condescending. 
But anyways, and I don't like being condescended to him. Then he, part of the thing is, is that this is where he starts to get, he's doing the, like I said, the impression of the character Frank Underwood from House of Cards. But then he starts kind of addressing it specifically, where he's like, you know, I got, this was an unsatisfying ending. It could have been a great send off. Like he starts talking, because they killed his character off screen. He kind of starts talking about that. But here's what's weird. Again, that's some understatement. If you and I've learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for things I didn't do. So again, that is a... Specific reference, I believe, to the allegations against him. That's not the Frank Underwood character. That's him. And that plays a big part of the conspiracy thing we're going to talk about as well. That last statement. Then he follows that up by, Well, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful. Not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules. But I never did and you loved it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, which can be read as the death of Frank Underwood, which is how I think it's going to be. Uh, Some conspiracy theorists say that it's the death of Kevin Spacey as a persona, but even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth. Wait a minute. Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? Conclusions can be so deceiving. Miss me? And then the video ends. Now, that last part, he puts on a ring from the show, which is a character, a ring that Frank Underwood wears in the show. And it's funny because Netflix has issued no comment on this. Netflix, they're the ones who produce House of Cards. They have had no comment on this. He's basically setting himself back up as a character in a show that at this point is off the air. It's not even new episodes are being made. It's almost fan fiction. But a stupid, stupid, delusional, bizarre video for a man accused of multiple rapes and sexual assaults to put out on Christmas Eve... In the video, he's wearing a Christmas apron. You can hear like a party going on in the background, but it's just an audio effect. No one wants to hang out with this guy. So why did he do it? Part of it could be the egotism. Part of it could be he's absolutely nuts. But the conspiracy theory comes in like this. He's dead, and this is a deep fake. We talked about that on a previous episode, where deep fake is you use AI... And thousands and thousands of images of somebody. And you can actually have a different person move around. But you can have the other person's face digitally put on. Some of it's convincing. Some of it's not. But the first conspiracy theory going around right now is that he is dead. And this is a deep fake. This is He's completely computer generated. It's a real person but with Kevin Spacey's face. Unlikely. But possible, I'd probably say it's 0.01% possible. The other conspiracy theory is that he's not dead, but it's still a deep fake. People are like, look at his mouth. Like, you can look at the way his neck turns. It's not how a human moves his neck or his mouth. It is. The other ones are a little more intriguing. So, in the beginning of the video, he washes his hands. And 
I'm not saying, when I say intriguing, I'm not saying these are true, but they're interesting, and we'll go through them, but at the beginning of the video, he's washing his hands, and the part of the conspiracy theory is, is that he's washing his hands in a religious sense, he's washing his hands of his past sins. In the video, he starts drinking from a coffee mug. It is a coffee mug that has a quote from Queen Elizabeth on it, about, let me find the exact quote, actually, that'll be interesting. Oh, that's great. Um, the Reddit thread, which I'm not a huge fan of Reddit, but they uh, the thread's been deleted. That's great. But I was able to find a picture of the mug. It's a mug from the, what is it, the castle? Where do they live? Buckingham Palace? And it says, Throughout all my life and with all my heart, I shall strive to be worthy of your trust. That is a quote from Queen Elizabeth II. Kevin Spacey apparently is knighted. I don't know if that is actually accurate. I saw that on that Reddit thread that is now the photo. The thread's still up, but the guy who started it deleted it. It's Reddit. I hate Reddit. But anyways, they're saying that that mug is showing his connection to the elite. Even though you can buy that mug at a gift shop, somehow that connects him to the elite. And making statements like, soon enough you will know the full truth. And again, the... I, you know, you trusted me even though you knew you shouldn't, so we're not done no matter what anyone says. Those are veiled threats towards the elite. I have dirt on all of you guys. And if I'm not going to be punished for stuff that I did, and I didn't do these particular crimes I'm being accused of, then you don't know me. And so the whole video is this veiled threat. If he's guilty, he would know other pedophiles and other sexual assaulters in Hollywood or in politics. Because they tend to run in packs, like like predators. You, you swap information. You that kid's really cool. He doesn't tell anyone. You know this person. He's kind of into it, but you know whatever. I you know so they kind of will swap tips. It's really disgusting. So they have this network. But I think that if he was going to name names, what would be the point of him releasing a video saying he was going to do that? Maybe is it kind of like a dead man switch where this video is saying if you do not help me get out of these charges. I will talk. So this is either this is either the video of a total crazy egotist. It's either a guy, a washed up actor trying to get back on his show somehow. It's either a witness tampering and not very veiled threats to his victims or oh or or there's a couple more. I forgot. He's dead, and it's a CGI Kevin Spacey. He's alive, and it's a CGI Kevin Spacey. Or, it's the real Kevin Spacey threatening the powers that be that if they don't save him, he will topple all of them. The first one's completely insane, him being an egotist. The other one, him trying to get back onto a show that's been canceled, is just kind of sad. But the conspiracy theories are already rolling. There was a lot of questions of why he put, what ring he put on, and why he put it on when he did, and so and so the conspiracy theory community is really diving into this hard to try to figure out what this means. And we'll find out soon enough because he's been charged with that crime. So they will arrest him or he can turn himself in. And if he walks into the police station and walks back out, we know he gave them a ton of names. If he walks into that police station and does this big thing during court and he's like, this person's a pedophile, and that per you're a pedophile, and you're a pedophile, and you're a pedophile, and everyone's like, what? Point. I mean, like, if he makes a big show of it, but most likely he will get arrested, and he will plea down, and get two months suspended sentence, or something like that. And then, you know, the thing about that is, that's just because he he'll have good lawyers, and the evidence will be, you know, he said, he said. 
But even when that happens, people will be like, Mm-mm-mm. the Illuminati got his warning in that YouTube video. And that's why he got off scot-free and just shows how self-perpetuating sometimes conspiracy theories are. So I don't give much credence to the hidden messages to the Illuminati in it because you think he could do that more effectively than releasing a YouTube video. You think, okay, and, and let me just say one last thing about the threats to the Illuminati. It would be very, that would, it's a very dangerous game to play. Because he could be like saying, yes, I know your, or even not the Illuminati, just other powerful pedophiles. He could be like, I know your secrets and you have to help me or I'll let, you know, all start mouthing off. You don't ever say stuff like that because you're just going to get killed. Because even if I uphold my end of the bargain, let's say that I go, okay, I will help you get off, but you can't, not like that, Kevin Spacey. I will help you get free, and in return, you will never name me. And Kevin Spacey goes, oh yeah, totally. And then I help you get free. You can hold that over me forever. It's not like you, I help you get free, and then your memory gets erased from all knowledge of me. Next time you do anything, or next time you're just bored on a Wednesday, you call me up and you're like, hey man, give me a pizza, or I'm totally going to out you as a pedophile. Like, I know now that you're such a untrustworthy person that... There's only the only option I have to protect myself is to take you out. So if Kevin Spacey dies in the next couple months or before trial or something like that, then I'll give a little more credence to the fact that maybe he was trying to threaten the elite, the pedophilic elite with this. But like I said, most likely he'll get arrested. He'll get a completely short sentence and he won't get any Cosby time. And they'll people will be like, that's because the elite stepped in. No, that's just the way our broken justice system works sometimes deadrabbitradio at gmail.com is going to be our email address you can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio twitter is at jason o carpenter dead rabbit radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast you don't have to listen to it every day but i'm glad you listened to it today have a great one and have a merry christmas because today's actually christmas bye